This is the Roadie Time Podcast brought to you by Rock and Roll Denim. Reflex. Reflex Denim. Reflex Denim. Vintage. Vintage. I do like the vintage. The pockets are the most. That's the. (laughs) (laughs) Magnifique. No, I messed up. Magnifique. Yeah, I don't know the word, but you get the gist. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, you get the gist. Thank you, Rock and Roll Denim. Um, It's what we ride Bronx in, or Donnie rides Bronx in. I spur bulls. Um, Willie cuts down trees. I just get on bulls. I don't. I don't. He's a lumberjack. (laughs) And then I just I do my ranching in them. I gotta have them. Does rock and roll make flannel? We need to get get this. The the (laughs) shirts are Panhandle Western wear. Oh, okay. That's where I get my my fun shirts. They don't do lumberjack shirts. Not yet. Maybe they should. Not yet. Not yet. You're gonna talk to. You got more trees you want? You want down? I don't actually. Just making sure. (laughs) We're gonna talk about that. (laughs) So uh, thank you for joining us. We're gonna talk about a lot of things today, and uh, that's why the uh, podcast starts now. Rodeo time. Got to get her on down the road. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Rodeo Time, the podcast. We got the team in here. That's right. Uh, of course, your man, Dale Brisby, greatest bull rider of all time, and uh, everyone else. So, um, we were just talking about who's famous from your town. And um, I think we all need to start off with Winnebago, and it's Dale Brisby. <laughs> That's where you need to give the most respect. <laughs> right now, that's where all of you live, and that's who lives there. That's all that matters anymore. Yes. Check out. Um, we need to put the, the the address to the to the warehouse on the website so people know that they're allowed to come here. Got it. Correct. We need to make the website on more it. of like a, a hub for all things Dale Brisby. How is I mean, it not? Well, yeah. it's yeah. I was going to say your like, face what is all is over it, it. <laughs> if it's not that. <laughs> Okay, I guess what, like also the the what address. What more do you so need from me? <laughs> we need like nine words added. The okay. Where, the the address to the warehouse. That fully embodies. By the time this okay. comes out, you guys are going to get to search warehouse address and then weekdays. It'll be the five. first thing that pops up on Google. <laughs> Just type warehouse address. <laughs> there you go. We're going to make sure. Well, I meant within the website. Yeah. yeah. But, um, well, there is this new shirt on there. We've got like nine new shirts that we're going to release periodically. We don't know how often, but right now, this is the number one new shirt. So text me if you want to find out a code to possibly get it for free shipping. 940-353-0890. 940-353-0890. Were you on the text list before you came here? Yeah. Slick Willie? I would text you to mess with you, and you never text me back. <laughs> I text a lot of people back. It's kind of let down. <coughs> I, I I try to text everyone back, but sometimes I don't get to everybody. But obviously, I he didn't it. want to text you. Do you think this kid's whack? <laughs> <laughs> You're just like really into like just killing things around here. Like just like <laughs> like I bet you like to tell kids Santa Claus wasn't real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I was that, I was I was believing that till like middle school. Yeah, and kids ruined it for me. Were you mad? I was really upset. Like, I had a, a deep conversation with my mom. It's like, Mom. How deep? I don't think it was deep for your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really upset that Santa Claus wasn't real and I've been lied to my whole life. Like, Polar Express, like, I was planning my trip up to the Polar Express or North Pole. Boom. Lie. When did money. And when did you realize Tim Allen wasn't, like, you were like, how could Tim Allen be an actor and Santa? 
just a lot of things didn't make sense as a kid. Mm. A lot of things. <laughs> but you were so blindly optimistic that you'd, you you were in junior high and you thought Santa Claus. That might have been real. an exaggeration. Might have been like fourth or fifth grade. But it seemed like that's I was pretty still old. pretty. Uh, I feel like I was pretty, pretty old. Good run that you had there. <laughs> I was I was kind of late late to a lot of things. Like what else? All right, so Santa, puberty, what else? <laughs> I mean, I'm still waiting for my muscles to come in. I'm You've saying been that I'm mustache saying for like two years. years. <laughs> I've been growing this mustache since I don't know, too long. Yeah, that's why I don't like trying to grow it. You want you want me to have a mustache? What about just, this stuff on the side? I haven't shaved since I got here. Oh, anything? You haven't shaved your face at all? No, I have. I was gonna say. I bet you, like, if I went for like another two weeks, it'd look. It'd look like You'd what? be able to notice. It'd look You'd be the able same. to notice. I was, I was <laughs> gonna say. <laughs> I was about to say. There wouldn't you're be a telling beard. me there wouldn't be a beard. <laughs> you're telling me you your white trash DNA is so ingrained <laughs> <laughs> that you just were born with like that yep. mullet and that mustache only. <laughs> I, I it only grows in right saying, here. But yeah, that's what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. It grows in right here, right here, and right here. Yeah. Good for you. That's why Mama named you Joe Dirt, not Nutmaker. That's for the ratty stash and pork chops. Pretty clean shaving for it. That's why I have a mullet too. Okay. The top of my brain was showing when I was born. Mm. They put a wig on there and it stuck to you. <laughs> it's it's been infused. It, the, the bones <laughs> together and it got all infused. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who's famous from your town, Donnie? From my town? What famous person have you met? Um, You don't probably know who Chris Jansen is, but he's from my hometown. I've heard that name before. He's got a couple. Is he any like a is host? Is he a singer? Yeah, he's a singer. He oh, sings that song "Buy Me a Boat." And like, I don't know any of the stuff. Who's who's the host guy that does the American Idol? He's like off to the side. Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, yeah. He's I don't know Christian. Uh, <laughs> 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 I don't think he's from Missouri. <laughs> other than that, I, I mean, I never really met anybody too too famous. I met Chuck Liddell in the Las Vegas airport. Are, are we talking like BD, like before Dale, like before I worked for Dale Brisby? Yeah, anytime. Uh, Who's the most famous person you met with? Ever? Or like? I mean, probably. JB? Probably <laughs> JB. <laughs> like, Me and honestly. Wes Murkowski met uh, Pete Rose in the. In the oh. Yeah. That was uh, Warren Moon when I was a kid, quarterback. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I met like some base, like Stan Musial and stuff, like when I was like Dak Prescott. Yeah, I never throw up that. I mean, I don't like Cowboys, but it's just a good yeah, you like the Green Bay yeah, Packers. Yeah, well, we're not gonna start because you're today, from though. East Texas. <laughs> we're not gonna start yeah. on that Weird. though. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Hmm. Cowboy Cerrone, does that count? Mm. Yeah. My dad's met a lot of famous people like in poker rooms. He plays a lot of poker out in Vegas. <laughs> like Ben Affleck. He met Ben Affleck. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Did he play poker with him? I don't remember. He's played poker with Nelly before. Sat what? at the same Nelly's at the casino in St. Louis a lot. He's he's played We need poker. your dad on a podcast. Yeah. He'd be a pretty good one if you can get him to talk some. Because he's he, pretty low key. Like he don't get like all riled up about like when he sees people, mm-hmm. you know, and he, he gets in close he's able to infiltrate their their perimeter Stardom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a spot that the guy i don't know this guy's name but jesse from uh breaking bad i think he's uh, aaron, i think aaron he's, uh, something i think he's been around him in the casino before I don't yeah 
Casinos are a good place to meet somebody. Yeah. Everybody's equal in the casino. Yeah. Well, unless you got a lot of money, then yeah. they take you to a special room and they're like, and you're not so equal. Yeah, then you're <laughs> not so equal. Yeah. And so I guess it's pretty much just like the real world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there's people like Donnie just walking around that don't got a lot of money because they just lost it at the blackjack table. At that time, no. I had zero dollars. <laughs> zero. And you just kept giving me money, like advancing, like fronting me money. I was like, you got to stop. <laughs> I, 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 I can't, can't stop unless you stop. I can't. I thought you were on your way back up. I was for a little while. Very. Then my dad showed up that week. That's yeah. the problem. Like yeah. if you're gambling to kill time that's no. when you're in trouble or you're gambling because somebody else is gambling because sometimes you can hit the accelerator when you're on a roll yeah and you leave big but if you just have this money and that's the problem with when we go to vegas we're there for two weeks and that's literally why we're gambling we are killing time yeah i got to go gamble with my dad when he showed that was pretty cool yeah. he kind of pushed me in the right direction of losing more money? No, no. He <laughs> spotted me about 200 and I got up about four and I called her quits because I needed that just to get by the rest of the time we were out there. Are you going to gamble, Willie? Probably not. What? Why not? I don't know what I'm doing. I've never gambled before. No, well, that, you gotta just, you this is all assuming that you're still going to be here. Yeah, I could get fired Yeah. tonight. Yeah. Tomorrow. Are you old enough? Yeah, I'm 22. To get fired? Well, I thought you were like, well... Yeah, but I thought you were like 20. <laughs> keep cutting down trees. <laughs> if I keep cutting down trees, I'll be gone no time. Yeah. Crepe myrtles, gone. Pecan trees, nah. <laughs> you cut down a pecan tree? I took everything out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, mm. that's the third intern that's cut down trees. Who was the other one? Besides um, Wes. Greaser. He oh, wasn't yeah. an intern, yeah. but he worked for me. Yeah. I was going to plant new ones in. He told me not to worry about it, but I was going to get new ones. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so then I could cut them down later. <laughs> so I can cut them down again. <laughs> so I can cut them down again. <laughs> you can't fire me yet. I got trees to cut down in a year. It, yeah. was a, it was a fence line, and there was like some... They're not weeds. They're trees, but like I think it's elm trees that they'll just kind of grow anywhere, kind of like a mesquite tree. And they're fine if they get big and out and wherever, but when it's coming up right up the fence line, I was like clear out these trees and then about two feet over it was some crepe myrtles in front of my house and i guess they were too close <laughs> I, I thought it was all weeds just <laughs> <laughs> they're like the only like manicured landscaping yeah, thing they at look, my house. they're like shaped <laughs> the only, there's a random rose bush also that just you know it has roses on it two weeks a year. You just look at it and be like, nah. That that, 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 that can't hey, they're yard boy. They're yard boy. These myrtles need some attention. Yeah. So, oh, Willie. Oh, jeez. I, I, was, I was gone and I texted him, him and Gabe. I was like, let's put the chainsaw in the feed room <laughs> and we'll just leave it there. No more cutting. <laughs> Don't touch it. We'll just leave it there. That's no, that's... Uh, that's just part of it. You know, when the boss leaves, when the cat's away, the mice will play. Isn't that what they say? I did a Q&A. Oh, I just remembered who's famous for my hometown. Oh, the moment's Besides gone. Besides me. <laughs> Boudreaux. Boudreaux, yeah. Boudreaux I Campbell. like Boudreaux. Yeah. He's a wild sumbuck. That's literally He's a wild sumbuck. Did you know him growing up? No, I'm way older He's, than yeah, him. I was going to say, I mean, I knew, we knew him, but we weren't like, we just knew of each other. We weren't friends. 
All right, up there. Let's see some. Let's see some questions. Okay, this is on Instagram. I want to know where babies come from. Hmm. Storks. Who's the best intern ever? Garrett Kelly Johnson, hands down. <laughs> hands Even down. Even over yourself. Wow, yeah. hands down. Why is that? You know, he's just. I I can't say he's the OG because Dean was here first, but I just felt like. He had the most organic reach. People just were drawn to him. Yeah. At the time, <clears throat> I would say if you fact if you ratioed like how much time he was here, mm-hmm. he he definitely had the he gained the most followers. For yeah, and he wasn't he was here for like what f- five six months. Yeah, something yeah. like that. He's only there for that long. Yeah, that's what I'm he saying. He seemed like he was like, there for a while. He's just got a likable face. Oh, he does. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the it's the uh, sideburns. The sideburns. sideburns mm-hmm. yeah. We well, have the chops. facial hair. And he's like, just yeah. he's uh, he's funny. Just he's that's, funny without that's my trying. Vote. That's You're gonna my vote. crash his wedding? No, I'm not that kind of guy. You're not a wedding crasher? No. What? If someone, if you don't want someone at your wedding, you don't go. Dude, I've crashed some weddings. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would do it to someone like. I don't like. Uh, no, I did. I had no idea who the per- people were. Oh, really? What, really? Like actual <laughs> zero idea. I'm telling you, one thousand percent. It was at the country club in College Station, or it was in Bryan. <laughs> what did you dress nice? Yeah. What did you do? Did you go? With yeah, someone? I had to. Yeah. Because it was like they were all dressed nice. Me, Leroy, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> golly, oh who God. else was it? We freaking ate dinner. <laughs> we danced. It was a, identical did, to did the movie. Did people ask did you how act, you knew? Yeah. Did you did, act like you knew? Yeah. Yep. So yep. who did you know? The bride? We'd made up a name. Oh. I'm not joking. You know the, you know, you're, you, I'm not sure if you remember, but my profile picture one time I was wearing a suit and aviators and I had my deal ripped open yeah. and the shirt said, that was the night. Okay. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I think Peyton was there. That's who. It was me and Leroy and Peyton. Did y'all just were like, whatever on Friday night? Hey man. Or did Saturday, you plan this yeah. out? Yeah. Like was nope. it? Did you? Like, did you like do I mean, there recon? Are weddings happening like, not much. No, all the time. We went to the. It was a church. We went to the church. Oh, you went to. We the went to the ceremony. ceremony. The we went to the rece- both reception. Like we went to the full on deal. I'm impressed. <laughs> it was a like it was like a. Uh, they had assigned seats, so like we had to find seats where people were missing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was dude, that this fancy. was it was a formal yeah. wedding. Like this son of a gun was like. It was the most legit. I've crashed weddings of like my roommate in college, like sister, you know, and yeah. I go there and I know three fourths of the, you know, mm-hmm. people there. But this one, I didn't know a soul going into that building. Was it fun? Yeah, it was all right. Oh. It was all right. I mean, I. 10 for 10 dude again? It was free dinner, you know. I pulled a creed and like I didn't like switch the <laughs> switch the actual note, but like I picked up a, a present and then like circled around and then like put it back. People saw me put <laughs> yeah. it back, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a, awesome. That was a it was a real. I, uh, Donnie, let's do it. Okay. It was it was a real deal. <laughs> okay. Like, I'd rather not know the people, honestly. Like I'd rather yeah. not know them. At towards the end, like when we were dancing and hanging out. I think at the, I mean, it was like ceremony. We went to the ceremony. We went to the, uh, we went to dinner, the reception. And then like we were there. I didn't give a toast, you know, but like we were there. We raised our glasses to the toast and yeah. then we danced for a little bit. 
So like we were there for, we were around these people for two and a half hours. And then, uh, towards the, uh, middle of the dance, like I could tell, you know, people were talking and so like, starting at once. Yeah. We, yeah, we split up and then we found our exits and got out of there. Do you remember their names? No, no. That is crazy. Yeah. That's funny. There was, and then there was another one. There was a second, we, we did two that summer. And the other one, like, I didn't know him that well, but I knew him a little more, you know. Like, I could say hi to people. There mm-hmm. were some people there I could say hi to. But I didn't know, like, the people getting married. But, like, there was somebody I could, like, I was their plus I could act like I was their plus one. It was it was a little awkward. I, I was going to say, that's ballsy. It, like. w- it, was, it was not, I mean, you got to, like, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it, it's it's kind of like the movie, but like if you don't if you say the wrong thing, that's when it gets awkward. Oh yeah, because we sat down at a table with ten people. It's me and Leroy, <laughs> and they're like, and they all know each other. Yeah. So they're like, "Who are you two? Yeah. So we had to have that conversation. What was your backstory? Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, it was in a college town, so yeah. that part was you know we were all we went to college with. They didn't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> She's a hairstylist. Yeah. She went to what, what we had to do was we had to kind of fill out that table, and yeah. we kind of asked around to see who that table was with to, to say we were with the other people's family. Oh, okay, yeah. That's you know good I mean? thinking. Yeah. So, like, we made sure we didn't sit with the Joneses, and then we say, yeah, we're cousins of the Joneses. Right. You, know, you know, like, we, we had to... But ask Leroy about it. Oh. Ask him like when I'm not around. I'll He'll tell you him. the same thing. We we both we both wore aviators and we were oh, like, the yeah. You didn't take the sunglasses off. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I think I took the sunglasses off because then that would have really raised <laughs> 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 some Q and A's. No, we took the shades off in the church. Yeah. Respectfully. And, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. <laughs> So, but man, yeah, that was touch and go. Like it was, I personally like get a little bit, um, I mean, at the end of the day, we didn't know who they were. So like if we had gotten busted, it's like, okay, yeah. 343 oh, well. people yeah, that yeah. had no idea who I was. I'm, now they know. Uh, there's that many people that don't know? I thought there was three. At that time. Okay. That was a decade uh, ago. Yeah. And so at that time. But yeah, yeah. Have you seen those memes where it's like, for two hundred dollars, I'll show up to your ex's wedding, like with a fake baby, like pregnant, you know, and like try to like end the wedding, and wow. then leave, <laughs> or like show up to a funeral, like what dressed in all black, like and just mysteriously hang out in the back, and then like say stuff to your ear and then walk away. No, but that sounds awesome. Yeah, I, I seen one where a guy was like, "I'm gonna pay some Italian guys." to come to my funeral yeah. and be like, we're going to miss your boss. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then walk out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Those that are would, freaking funny. That would be hilarious if I did something like that. Yeah. You know, with all the different stories that go around about Dale Brisby. <laughs> yeah. Ah, he was a good one. Or just like in the middle of the sermon, just go up and like maybe five of them, they take a knee and then they each take a shot of whiskey or yeah. something and then yeah. leave. leave a rose on your casket and then walk away. <clears throat> Does anything ever happen to you at a wedding, Willie? I haven't gone to very many weddings. 
Yeah. Yeah, why not? his friends probably aren't really old. Enough. Yeah, my friends really aren't getting married right now. What are your go-to pair of boots? I'm a fan of Fenolio. Fenolios are good. I love Fenolios. I I don't have any, but uh, I've got RC boots. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're didn't not. sound like you had. Yeah, any you I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't know anyone that got married. <laughs> it's a dead end. What are some books you would recommend? Business, personal enjoyment. Uh, the Traveler's Gift. Andy Andrews. That's a pretty dang good one. Andy Andrews has a bunch. A fight breaks out between Donnie Daytona, Lane Frost, and Hacksaw Jim Dugan. Who wins? Who's Hacksaw Jim Dugan? I think he's a wrestler. Probably Lane. No offense, Donnie. Are you a Dapper Dan man or Fop? I'm a Dapper Dan (laughs) man. I'm a Dapper Dan man. I don't want Fop. I don't want no. What are some books you recommend? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. (laughs) Dale never texts me back. That one's from Willie. (laughs) <laughs> I sent him that. I feel your pain. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> Will y'all visit College Station anytime soon, Super Puncher? I need to. My bank, my CPA, my lawyer, they're all in College Station. Is I think Carter I've been getting there. married in? Mineral Wells. Oh, yeah. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, which is handy that yeah. it's only 40 minutes away. Yeah. I want to hear about the ranch experience. Um yeah, so I went out. It was Spring Works last week. I was gone, and that's when Willie chopped down all the trees. Caitlin kind of runs the office. Donnie went home, came back early because he was bored. Yeah. And um, they found out it was my birthday, and I got chapped. So <laughs> <laughs> hit my head really hard. Yeah, okay, talk about that part because I think I missed it. You just ran and fell and hit your head or what? It's a two and a half minute video. The one I put on Instagram is the second half of it. Okay. The first half of it, they, um, so like all day, obviously I knew it was my birthday, but I didn't (laughs) think anybody else did. And so I was like trying not to talk about it, trying not to check my phone in front of anybody because I had 35 messages, like text messages. And so that I didn't respond to because I was scared somebody would walk up over my shoulder and see it. (laughs) <laughs> um. so anyways lunch and I, we got done Brandon it was like noon and I thought they were going to get me then because people were grabbing their leggings weird <laughs> and so everybody suspicious. was <laughs> cleaning up the, the the toolbox and the meds and, and the Brandon irons and took them back so I grabbed the Brandon irons you know so I had so six Brandon irons use them as weapons so I could use them as weapons <laughs> like I could just hit people and I just turned and I, I was ready because last year when I was there on my birthday that's when they got me right when we got done so I was ready this time but nobody ever came after me and so then we sprayed the cows held them up and then started trotting back so then lunch I was like and uh, nobody got me so then we, we did something after lunch had to move some dry cows or something. But anyways, av- avoided them then, and then uh, went and bathed in the horse trough by myself. was, like, watching my sixes on top of a hill. So, like, it's like a war movie. <laughs> and then I came back, and I was on the phone, and I was sitting in my truck, let my, my phone charge, and nobody was around. Austin Garvin was roping a dummy, and Dusty Burson was riding up on a colt. So I was, and I had been in my truck for about 40 minutes just on the phone with random people. And so I was like, I don't, I guess it's not, I guess, I guess I'm going to change and then just hang out in my teepee. 
So I go to my TP, I talk to Duddy for a second, and then the zipper was down. So I was like, oh, somebody zipped it shut for me. The wind must have been flapping my TP door. And I opened it, and there was five guys in my teepee. They had been in there for an hour, a full hour, in this hot teepee waiting on me. That's commitment. Yeah, it is. Yes, commitment. Yeah, so True's brother has a uh, – Zach, the oldest of the three, has a um, a wedding anniversary on that day. And so throughout the day, he found out. Mm. You know, he remembered um, because of that. <clears throat> anyway, they take off. I turn – and I'm I'm aiming for I'm gonna run in front of this roping dummy, but then Austin, who had been roping the dummy, had snuck around, and he grabbed my arm and it twisted me, and so I hit the roping dummy I at full that. speed, yeah. mm. flipped over backwards. First thing that hit the ground was my head, then my shoulder followed, and my hip still sore. Uh, how's your shoulder? Uh, well, it was the uh, it wasn't the collar, but oh, broken okay. collar. So, anyways, they hear me groaning and they give me a break because oh. they thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> they gave me a break and I took it because they thought my collarbone had broke for the fourth time. And <laughs> then I get up and they're like, man, we thought you were hurt. And I'm in the video. I'm standing there. And that's when I say, I can't believe y'all gave up. And I knew they were going to chase me the moment I finished the sentence. So that's when I, I, I said, I can't believe y'all gave up. And then I took off. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when they got me. I wanted to give them the. But I had planned on, like, throwing bows. If you don't fight back, then you get shap and, like, even harder. Like, they, you got to fight back a little. And if you don't help them shap, then you get a shapping. Because Tyler, Terry, was there, and he came up late. So he didn't get to help, so he got a shapping. <laughs> that kind of sucks. Like, you're, like, just off doing whatever. He, yeah, he was under the fly just... Anyway, so like I, uh, you get a chat. I had planned chat. on like throwing bows, like really like making it a a, a memorable experience. Yeah, probably would have not worked out. It definitely would have worked out for me. But then when I was flanking one calf, like I felt my my shoulder just like shoot pain, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know. And I thought I'm gonna break my collarbone for the fourth time. <laughs> so I decided to just evade them as much as possible. Maybe bite a few people and then bite a take few. it. <laughs> So that's what I did. So that's why in the video you can see me give up. You should have left your pony somewhere handy. That would have been kind of obvious, though. At some point. Oh, yeah. So that's what I I did at the end of the day. We we gathered horses, and, like, everybody was, like, everybody was unsaddled, and I was, like, still horseback. Mm -hmm. But apparently they didn't even know then. Oh, yeah. So, like, I was, like, just riding around on the outskirts. So, that was my. I, I wish they would have just f known and gotten me at eight a.m. so I could have not worried all day. Yeah, yeah. really. But you yeah, I was. It was on it your was toes. A constant day. day of fear. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to hear more about that experience, um, the ran the whole ranching deal on my TikTok, I have a play by play of what it goes on. That was neat. On the wagon. That was a cool little deal. Thank you. I, th I thought of that. Uh, there's a beehive lady. She's like the beekeeper, and she's on TikTok, and I don't really care about. I hate bees, hate wasps. Are you talking about the girl but, that goes in and like? Yeah, yeah. Tracks moves she don't use a. She don't use a, a suit. Nothing. No. She yeah. just goes for it. Um, yeah. And I, I got caught watching one of hers, and it was. I was like, man, as They're, much as I hate wasps and bees, <laughs> you just made me watch this whole play oh, by yeah. play. They're so I was like, I'm gonna to do that. get you like. 
And her voice is very calming yeah, and yeah. soothing. And so I was just like, that's my problem with TikTok. I don't know how to format myself like to do those videos. You know what I mean? Like you, you, yeah. you got to almost like it's a special format that goes into like those videos. Like that was a good TikTok format. I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, some, watch this later. Not all my TikToks are like that. Sometimes you can't plan. Sometimes you never know. Yeah. Um, but there's different kinds. People do all kinds did of different you, things. Did you know you were going to voice over like, yeah. all that stuff when yeah. you started? Yeah. Yeah. So I started, that was all one day. So, mm-hmm. and it's two minutes of footage. It's like, oh my gosh, how does he even get done ranching, get any ranching done? But if you think about it, like, all right, we're out there for 11 hours. Yeah. And those are each like eight second clips. Yeah. And it takes me about half that time to get my phone out, hit record, put it back in my pocket. So hey, you're pretty quick on the draw. Twelve or thirteen <laughs> seconds at a time. You know, it's like he does it for a living. Yeah, yeah I'm not like a 64 year old who <laughs> just picked up a, a <laughs> an iPhone. Like, I can get to my camera pretty damn quick. I open my. <laughs> and I know the moments in ranching, like like I get, for instance, I get dropped off. I can see my next man three quarters of a mile. There's no cows in front of me. We're hollering it off, so I got to wait anyway. 12 seconds of footage is not going to hurt anything. How do you holler it off in 25-mile-an-hour winds or however? Yeah, really. Uh, yeah, in the 25-mile-an-hour winds, you couldn't holler it off. You just got to make sure you see your next man, and when he goes, yeah. you go. Um, but there was one day, a couple days before that, it was so foggy. Like, we couldn't see from here to that wall, yeah. the next wall the, in my office. Oh, yeah. So, and Hagen, uh, Lamb... He's he's on the Crutch Ranch right north of Dixon Creek, and so he uh, he was neighboring. But he said like eight years ago, one year they were in that same pasture we were in, and it was so foggy that if you turned your horse around, you didn't know which way you were going. Ooh. And so they they eventually just had to like just give up and go to the pens because like cows would be running, and it was, yeah, you, you couldn't see them, couldn't see the cows, and it was you. so thick you couldn't hear anybody. Yeah, it was even the sound was was flat off yeah it did it, it almost got that thick at one point for like a minute or two and then it started getting wide you know the fog got widened out but the hail was crazy gosh oh, yeah. man that stuff was we were all under the fly when that happened it was it rained like four inches in an hour four and a half four and a half at headquarters in an hour that sounded your way. loud yeah yeah it was really loud we got in that mineral barn and I slept in there one night, and then the next night we killed a snake in there, so I got out of that. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of snake? I don't remember. I wasn't in there. I just saw its head. He's but like, that's enough. I, I, I'm not about just killing any snake unless it's, like, within feet of where I sleep. <laughs> then I'm I'm okay with them killing any snake. But <clears throat> it was a good time. I got to learn from Hagen. I was on his side this year. So I'm sad we have to miss Pippins. Yeah, that sucks. But yeah, uh, rock and roll, rock and roll. Um, I don't know where it is now. How long you been farming? <laughs> Ze- zero years. <laughs> you gonna rope them UFOs for us? What's he talking about? Is there the, something? Oh, in the news, apparently there's like the Pentagon's like released. This has been going on. This has been going yeah. on for a long time. Aliens are real. Like the the Air Force apparently sees 
unidentified flying objects off the east coast like daily like daily apparently but this they've been talking about this for a long time so i don't really know what the so I thought it, are you going to rope them <laughs> now <laughs> that you get, know <laughs> i get close enough I've, it was funny listening they gotta get to pretty close <laughs> <laughs> was, i've been i've listened to uh joe rogan's and theo vaughn's podcast but elon musk goes on joe's podcast yeah. and he's talking yeah. about um people going to mars mm-hmm. you know living on mars mm-hmm. and joe was bringing up aliens yeah and he was like i mean do you plan for it and he's like no not really <laughs> like well what are you gonna do and he's like well um, just probably have to say this this is new information and then we'll deal with it and i was like sounds fair enough yeah Yeah. can you imagine like having to have a strategy session like you've got a project going so big (laughs) that you've got to have a strategy session around what if aliens show up yeah Yeah. and then ultimately you just well i guess we'll just deal with it if when it comes hopefully they're friendly he made a good point he was like you know, he said that, uh, well, an interesting point, you know, but he said that one of the reasons why he's not, and Joe Rogan actually brought that thing up. That sounds familiar. That yeah. story about the, the Air Force, whatever, yeah. in this conversation. But but Elon was talking about, like, he's like, even there's just no evidence on Earth. He said, I would be more inclined to think about it if there were more evidence on Earth. Like, for instance, if there were like a titanium cube or something, something that, that a caveman or a human cannot make like undeniable evidence yeah Yeah. like an undeniable like maybe if like an archaeologist was like digging and they found like a titanium whatever you know and he's like some something like that you know to make it and that's 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 interesting yeah it is it is very intriguing to me to my mom like i remember when i was like maybe seven, like I, I, I began to get very intrigued with like outer space, just as if Oh, and any, you love E.T. Any, oh, freaking love E.T. That's scary me. <laughs> yeah. Love E.T. Love it. So anyways, I was like starting to get intrigued with it and like just the thought of like this, we're in this galaxy and like Mars and Pluto being the furthest, like that's only the beginning of like what's infinity. Spe- you know what I mean? Like, and so like I learned these planets and then at some point I remember my mind being blown, like, no, 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 this is one galaxy. And there's like, yeah. and so like, I remember asking my mom about like, man, what are we doing? We got to get out there and explore. And she was like, you don't know enough about earth yet. <laughs> <laughs> just focus on our planet <laughs> and just funny. killed my dreams. <laughs> of learning. Frisbee could have been an astronaut. Yeah. That's what she, she for real told me. That. It was like the cowboy. only time like in my life that my mom has ever like squashed something. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she was just having a bad day, you know, and she just didn't want to hear about, <laughs> but like I was playing with rockets and stuff. She says, you just drop them and just <laughs> but I walk was, away. <laughs> that's how I feel. I just walked away from it. Like mentally. <laughs> I remember for years after that, I used that. I was like, oh, we don't know. And I told someone that. Like, we don't know enough about our own planet. Don't she's, talk to me about outer space. She's right. I took it. Like, I don't know if my mom realizes, like, how much she might have, like, just just doused a fire that was in me with that. She was just like, you don't even know how to ride a horse yet. Focus on that first, Dale. Like, maybe when you're 50, you know, like, conquer Earth first. I don't – but – 
seriously, I was like, and I was, it was like a borderline <laughs> philosophical moment, which it was deep for a seven year old. Cause I was literally thinking like, what are we doing down here fighting and arguing? And I was probably <laughs> talking about like, you know, your buddies on the playground fighting and arguing, not right. like yeah. in a political a realm. Standpoint. Yeah. But I was like, what are we doing down here? Just all these daily, like we need to, there's all Reach that for outer space. <laughs> Shooting we need star to goes by figure out our, yeah. You need to figure out your own planet first, Dale. And I, maybe she was just having a bad day. I don't know. She was never like, like with Leroy and music, like I want to be an astronaut. Very encouraging. The hell you will. To kill this boy's dreams. <laughs> Leroy with guitars. Like I remember we'd drive all the way to frickin' Childress so he could get a guitar lesson. Well that I doesn't just, require outer space experience, so she put me in gymnastics. <laughs> I was Dude, Leroy went to gu- guitar, and I was in gymnastics. Closest thing you can get to astronaut camp. I didn't want to go anymore because <laughs> the lady that taught it. Yeah, exactly. Trampoline. That was the closest like, I could get to was astronaut camp. camp. <laughs> was, was gymnastics. You want to fly? Go get on trampoline. I was very <laughs> disinterested after. Somehow, we're all like doing the, the Indian pose or like whatever, and like we're stretching, and like the, the gym teacher said something about... Um, boogers came up whatever somebody like picked their nose or something it was like a bunch of like eight-year-olds in there you know so i'm sure all of us were (laughs) and she said to wipe it on your sock and i was disgusted (laughs) she was like yeah just put on your sock it'll come off in the washing machine and i just anyways and when i think back to that year i just think of this fit attractive blonde gymnast teacher with boogers on her socks and that was when I stopped going to gymnastics. <laughs> so I'd stay with dad when Leroy went to get his guitar lessons. We're unveiling a lot about your childhood right now. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next Joe Rogan podcast had Marcus Luttrell on it. Have you heard that one? That guy's huh. crazy. Have you heard that That's podcast? a cool guy. That's a cool, well, that's a cool podcast. It's crazy because you could tell like the whole time he's just Marcus Luttrell. I want to say like 40% of the podcast is him going like, and it's a neat thing. Like I'm not down in it, but he's like, "Dang, I hadn't thought about this in a while." And he's like, and he like pauses for like eight seconds. He's like, "Yeah." And then Muhammad, the guy that saved him, his yeah. name yeah. Muhammad, come over this hill, and he talks about all these different stories that went on. He like t- talks about stuff that wasn't in the movie. He hasn't seen the movie, but anyways, I'll listen to that. I respect yeah, still. that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Which makes sense. Ross said that he doesn't like to watch them, and he cannot listen to some of that music what music well like not that not that any of us would just listen to that music but when he hears that music yeah yeah, the prayer music i'm sure because there's like a there was a couple of there was a rap song that came on that like had it in the background and he was like can't do that man and i was like okay not that i want i mean it just came on just some weird ptsd stuff yeah but anyway he was uh he had a really that was a cool story it was it was neat to that but that muhammad guy that the one that saved him that was one thing he said that was different that wasn't portrayed in the movie like it happened in real life he it showed him in the movie as being there for like one day or one night Mm -hmm. but he said he was there for like eight days oh yeah and this this village like they had to like keep moving him they kept fighting Mm -hmm. for like a week he was just like they were shuffled around taliban and uh they eventually they had to hide him under a rock you know but um i thought that was even before he got found but 
Well, he did hide under a rock. Yeah. But then even after, they like stuffed him in a hole Dang. to hide him. Dang. And because uh, he couldn't walk. But um, he brought the guy over here. Oh, yeah. The guy lives here now in 19. That's crazy. I didn't know that. It's not 19 kids. I think it's like maybe 15 or 16 and some grandkids or something like that. But yeah, he lives in the U.S. now. He like take care of them. Yeah, they like talk all the time. That's pretty cool. I gotta watch that podcast. They try to talk. The guy can't speak English, but his kids speak English. Mm -hmm. He said he gets mad at him all the time. He'll yell at him. He'll yell at Marcus? Yeah. Why? Just like little things that make him mad. Like, why are you doing this kind of stuff? But (laughs) he said they have like very short-term memory. So like then like 30 seconds later, he'll just be over it. Okay, let's go eat. Yeah. (laughs) That to me was pretty in- intriguing. Like that would be fun to be able to do. You know, it's somebody that's somebody. That's interesting. That's a crazy like. And then yeah, he was and Joe was like his mind was blown. He was like, he's over here. He's like, yeah, man. When I'm your friend, he's like, I'll take care of you <laughs> yeah. if you're my friend. Yeah, I was that's like, the kind Dang. of guy you want taking care of you too. Yeah, no kidding. No, yeah, even without knowing that, we thought we we figured he was the kind of guy we wanted taking care of us. But he talks about it like how he it was really a loss. Like he took an L. You know, they got their asses whooped is mm-hmm. what he says. And everybody's always telling him good job. But And so he had to rationalize the fact that like his purpose was to tell the story. And that was why he was a survivor. So but, I'm sure it's hard for him not to see it like that. You yeah. Know, you know, mm-hmm. like it was I think it had been I don't know how many years it had been since it happened when he was doing this podcast. But it was so just seeing him think about like oh man i hadn't thought about this in a while and so like you can see him replaying it and he hasn't replayed it that to me was super interesting like oh my gosh like i wonder what the real movie in your brain looks yeah, like yeah man okay yeah because like, i saw that all in real life nothing like like you can't even like begin to fathom right. it like because it's like sometimes like movies show you what like it's yeah. like quote unquote but like to be there and to like hear bullets snapping or i don't know like yeah you can't even put yourself into the mental part of it the most dramatic think. thing yeah. that would probably ever happened to a human is that yeah stuff. like throwing yourself off the side of a mountain like continuously while yeah. people are shooting he, at you he that's what that's <laughs> what he brought friends. up he brought that up a couple times yeah because I guess he was there when they were filming it, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the stunt doubles who yeah. just like got hurt bad, like mm-hmm. doing it. And he was telling Joe, he was like, "Yeah," and and the movies try to make that look sexy. And Joe was like, "Well, it didn't look very sexy in this movie." <laughs> and he was like, "But really, like it was brutal. So like it made me think like it was even worse than what it. Yeah, Hollywood did their best to communicate, you know, and it was even worse than that. Like I can't imagine like." That's that's your next play. We're gonna jump down. We're just gonna fall down this cliff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can can't you imagine that. being in that spot? Like, it's mm. just like this is our only choice. If we don't fall down this, however many feet cliff, then we we could either die here or we just fall down this cliff. Yeah, and maybe die down there. He said there was one point whenever it was like. I mean, I'll let you. You, some, you might listen to it. I don't know, but there was one point. He was like, "What is there?" Maybe he was asking him what was what in the movie. He was like, there was one point where I can't remember which of his buddies was sitting next to him. Oh yeah, and and uh, then the, the, did you watch the podcast? I've seen I've seen the part you're talking about right now. And then one of them is like, I just got shot again. <laughs> and they were like, you know, he was like, shut up, we've all been shot. And then he looks over. He's I want to say axe, and he was like, there's just all of them blood everywhere. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, bro, you got stuff all in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> he's like 
right here. <laughs> He's like pointing at his teeth, like it was a joke, you know, that like they've got blood yeah. and broken yeah. bones Dang. and they've been shot. I can't imagine like joking. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's finding like, humor. Yeah. You got some celery right Dang, here. bro. Parsley in your in your teeth. Oh man. But <clears throat> it was interesting. I think that's where like the training would come in where it's just like, because he he was talking about like <clears throat> they the moment one of the seals dies, then they've done their job. You know, and their job is done. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, he finished his job. I'm the one still working on it. I I think it was something like Roughly is kind of what I got out of it. That's how I interpreted what he was saying. And so it's almost like, but that to me, it's still. And then he was like, uh, towards the end of it, he was talking about how he was like, um, he was surprised. And he was talking to Joe and he said, man, I I couldn't believe it. Y'all came and got me. And he said, I signed up to be an expendable asset. So, like, I signed up to die. And in his words, he said, that was the sexiest thing I'd ever heard of. But you guys came and got me anyway. And he was like, y'all. Meaning, like, the USA. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really interesting way to to word it. Mm-hmm. But it just revealed, like, how he thought about it. And, uh, yeah, so anyways. And then he said, that's when I really got nervous. When all y'all showed up and y'all are trying to get me out. And he was like. And, and that was a night that happened at night, not yeah. a, not during uh, Chinook day. Chinook got shot down in like yeah, a bunch the of nineteen. Yeah, nineteen seals died. Mm-hmm. Second largest amount of seals. The other one was like thirty-one. Because another one recently like, happened right after. This was like Osama bin Laden. I feel like yeah, this was. But when the they got Osama bin Laden, I thought like a few weeks after that, another seal helicopter crash. Yeah, I don't know. Now like a bunch of the SEAL Team Six guys in it or something. I thought uh, I saw something like terrifying. That. I don't know how they. My friend went over there, and there is no way I would ever want to go over there. I if I, I can't remember what I was talking to, but like I, I wanted to be, cowboy, rodeo cowboy. So like my old man, he was like he he worked on the pitchfork, and then he rode Bronx. He did all those things, and so like that was my passion. You know, I've actually never been on the pitchfork. Well, outside of when I was like a baby, but like I've never been on it since. It'd be neat to work there one day, but um, just day work. Anyway, like I was like as a kid, kid, I wanted to work on the pitchfork. I didn't even know what it looked like, you know. But I wanted to, like, I just I would yeah. draw it on my paper, you know. And uh, but then I realized, you know, like those guys, you can't be a full timer and rodeo. And so as I got older, I knew I was gonna. Ro- I had to rodeo, and so I knew I wouldn't work on the pitchfork you know on a full-time gig so that that kind of left me because so anyway then it was like I got a rodeo but if I had like grown up like in any sort of like the other one was I wanted to go to the military and I was even running I wanted to go to the marines like I was running three miles a day every day actually four because my it's 4.2 miles to my school and me and Chris Mills would run to school and so, like, uh, we were trying to, because I think whenever you got to run, like, to test, you got to run three miles, and you got to be able to run it within a certain time frame, which it's pretty open, you know, you don't, but we were, tr- like, I was getting ready, and ultimately, I couldn't do it, because I didn't want to take four months away from being a cowboy, and then Chris failed the hearing test, <laughs> so he didn't get to go, <laughs> but I think if, if cowboy were not something in my realm of what i was going to do then i would have 
definitely gone to the Marines, which would have put me, looking back, I would have either gone to Iraq or Afghanistan, which might mean I wouldn't be here. Well, going to the Marines, I wouldn't have been here because I wouldn't have been, ended up, So it would have changed my rodeo path. Cowboy, mm-hmm. astronaut, and then military. And Marine. Astronaut first. Oh, astronaut, <laughs> then cowboy. I wanted to be an astronaut cowboy. <laughs> Marine. Then just cowboy. Then, then Marine. Marine. Got it. But... Anyhow, I say all that like I'm very, I don't know the right word, intrigued, enthralled. Like there's definitely a lot of respect, Mm -hmm. but like very, I don't want to say passionate about it just because I feel like that's, you got to kind of be in it to know how, what level of passion to have. But, and then as a rodeo cowboy, you become pretty appreciative of military because I think as a civilian, that's like the most free thing a guy can do. One of the most free things a person can do. It's like pack up your bags in a car, truck, or van and go to rodeos. And in theory, win a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? In theory. Like get, in theory, get Have paid hopes. to do it, yeah. you know? <clears throat> well, if you break even, it's a free vacation. Heard that. Old son. So anyhow, I get... <clears throat> that's why I can sit and listen to a Marcus Luttrell podcast. Oh, absolutely. Or, you yeah. know, love those movies. 13 Hours messed with me. I didn't like that one as much. So the one with John Krasinski? Yes. Yeah. I, Did y'all like American Sniper? How, what do you mean? That I like, one, yeah, I that I one liked American Sniper. Yeah. Maybe but, I need to go back and rewatch it. I just didn't think the story was told as well as like some like 13 hours like, yeah like I, as, I agree as, but it was a true story yeah right. so are as american sniper and right like, and Survivor. oh you just feel like they could have told the story better maybe yeah maybe i just need to go back and rewatch it i don't know i was it was just to me what was intriguing was like and and john krasinski whatever his name is in the movie he touches on it in the movie but like the fight breaks out and it's like you just respond yeah which is uh, the way i would assume like if there were weaponry near and something happened we would respond but like then there's a break and they know they're coming again Mm -hmm. and they've got like a couple of hours where they have to wait on essentially them to get back that's when it would be very interesting to me when you have like two hours and you know at x time o'clock People are going to start shooting at you. Yeah. You know what you need to watch? There's there's a documentary. There's two of them, and they're, they're coinciding. They're about the same group of people. It's Korngal and Restrepo, and it's about um, this ranger battalion over in the Korngal Valley in Afghanistan. The documentaries? Yeah, and it's freaking good. It's like, not like a movie, though? No, it's documentaries, Dang. and it's like it's on Netflix? a lot of home. It used to be. I don't think it is anymore, but I'm sure you can find it somewhere. It's a lot of like home videos of them up in, in this outpost in this valley. And is that the one they made a movie about? I don't think. There's no, a movie that, I, know I know what you're talking, talking about. about That's Hope Outpost. With Clint Eastwood yeah. in it. Yeah. Or not Clint Eastwood, his son. His yeah. son. Yeah. yeah. That's a good movie, and it's a, like <clears throat> the same kind of concept, but this is like, no, this is different. This, yeah. This is different. Did y'all ever see 12 Strong? Is that with uh, like they're all horse horseback and uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, is that any good? I don't think it's I know. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, I think it was that a was good a story. story. It's just like so much story that and they fit it into an hour and a half, two hour movie that like 
I think that happens a lot. They have a really good story and they just kind of compact it down yeah. to a two hour deal. Which just, I miss some holes. Yeah. Some you know, you got, I guess you got to do. Yeah. Unless you make it a series. Of course, they Problem got, solved. you know, like for instance, Titanic. You know, trying to tell a true story, <laughs> mix in like a little bit of like actual drama. And it's like, that one probably could have been told in an hour and a half. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that yeah. they drug that one out a little <laughs> so bit. So this boat sank. What's the other one that with Ben Affleck? Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor. Oh, that's I, a good movie. I don't that's like a that. long, isn't it? I don't yeah. like that movie. You don't uh, like that movie? Why? I, I that was the I, first DVD we ever had. I, I wasn't crazy about the ending. Like how he ended up with his old that other guy's old lady. I thought that was that was up. crazy too. Yeah, but it was they his just old lady back first. and forth. Yeah. Oh, see that just the passing just ain't right. Just ain't right. Just ain't right. There's plenty of fish in the sea. But she got That's knocked right. up, so she couldn't leave. What's his name? Name when he got Josh Hartnett. Yeah, when he got back. Black Hawk Down, that's another good movie. That, mm. that is Black a good Saving movie. Private Ryan, though, is one of my... That, yeah, that's a good one. Black Hawk Down just has... I don't know. That was the one that I watched I felt I like homesick. Saving Private Ryan was pretty messed up at the end where Tom Hanks tells him to earn this. Yeah, I, I was like, that was messed I was like up. dang, bro. Yeah. yeah, like You're on your way out. Know. You're about to go like... This guy's like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, how do you go live, you know? I tried to use that in like a sermon once where I was talking about like how you can't earn it, you know? Yeah. It's got to be a gift, a, a grace, but. But I didn't think he was like deserving. Like he stayed. Like he had his out. Like you know, like his three brothers are dead, and he was like, "I'm staying here." Yeah, like, I think it was I, four. Yeah, isn't it five? Yeah, of them? yeah, yeah. Something like You're that. You're probably right. Was but that a true story? No. no. Yeah, of course not. I don't yeah, think so. Have, yeah, of course it wasn't. I yeah. think it might have been taken from like. Uh, Based on a true story. But not in World War Two. I think it was a Civil War story. Like it had happened. Oh. Like, well, the Sullivan brothers, what it's based on, all, all these like five brothers that are in the Navy in the beginning of World War II, and they're on the same ship, and they all died when it got blew up or blown up. Dude, that's like. <laughs> but that's like that's how the plot was originated because okay. that's why they had to go save them because like well, we can't have like this happen again with the Sullivan brothers. It's like the plot of it. So like, there's parts of it that's true, but they just made like their own thing. I bet they split people up now. <laughs> oh, I bet. Because that is terrible. I think it's a law now, isn't it? Or yeah. Well, I think. Well, back then, you know, units trained together. Yeah. Like you signed up and you went off. But I think, like, starting World War Two, isn't that, like, when they started, like, trying to split people up? No. During World well, maybe after something like that, but, like, during World War Two, you started training with this unit, and you went to war. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm saying with the brothers. Yeah. I don't know about that, but, like, you know, you sign up with some guys you grew From up your hometown, with yeah. You, you they did all by regional together. stuff. Yeah. They what? stopped doing that around Vietnam. What's the purpose of a, co- a breast collar? That keep is, your saddle from coming off. Keep your saddle from coming back when you tie it off to them biggins. Tie it hard and fast. I used to use a pulling collar, and then Buckethead liked to always duck down, and he uh, choked himself out twice. Fell on me. Fell over. Yeah. <laughs> Broke a stirrup, and then uh, so I, I switched to a, a tripping collar. Now when they put uh, the tripping collar the way this one is, when they put their head down, it kind of sinks down a little bit. They can kill themselves with the wrong kind of breast collar. You gotta be careful. Um, how long you been farming? That's the second time you've been asked that. That might have been the one I saw earlier. Uh. How you learned to ride a horse? Get on and take off. <laughs> Give it a kick, Joe. Just send it. <laughs> Just send it. I'm gonna. I want to know stuff. when you're gonna exactly. let me be the intern of the beaches of Winnebago. Whenever you convince me that I need you, that I can't live without you. 
when you get here, don't chop down, <laughs> chop <Great> down trees. <laughs> What's it like to be Dale Brisby for a day? Go check that Instagram. I mean, TikTok. TikTok. What's your saddle brand? Um, Billy Cook. Billy Cook. Just got a new Billy Cook saddle. I'm pretty pumped about it. Shank bit or snaffle for ranch horses? Depends on what ranch horse, old son. The younger they are and less they know, probably a snaffle. Depends on the stick. And then moving them on. Is Kate going to be on it? Yes, she is. Is Kate Here I am. dating anyone? <laughs> Present. No, I am not. Ooh. Secret admirer. Do any ranch hands make salary in Texas? Yeesh. That's a broad question. Yes, they do. They usually don't make a bunch. So they do, but not a lot. Like if you like work on a ranch and you live there and you're provided everything. Where can I buy them sweet pearl snaps you were always wearing? Panhandle Western Wear. PanhandleWW.com. Thoughts? How many women? How many women has Dale Brisby dated? Too All many. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> a bunch. <laughs> I was talking to somebody about that today. My pastor was like, you got to slow down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when are you going to invite me to brand with you? People ask me that. It's like, if you don't see Leroy with me, I'm not going to invite anyone else. He's number one on the list. So if, you, if I'm by myself, then that means I couldn't invite anyone. When are you going to get more Super Puncher buckles? Oh, we need to reorder those. Noted. Why don't you ever ride? Why don't you ever add more money? <laughs> what do you think it takes to be a cowboy? Ooh, Donnie. What do you think it takes to be a cowboy? Well, I guess it depends on who you ask and like what kind of cowboy He's you're talking you. about. I'm asking Donnie <laughs> Ray Daytona. Well, if you're talking about rodeo cowboy, you know, just takes getting on stock or going down the road doing timed events or whatever you want to do. If we're talking like a moral code, I don't like. <coughs> I think you just be honest and. As cliche as that sounds, and try to live the life best you can and do the right thing. Yeah, it really depends on how you're asking the question. Yeah, because, like, I don't really, like, if you're talking like. The way he asked it, what do you think it takes to be a cowboy? As simple as this, this, this question is, I don't know. I find it really tricky because, like, you never, you don't want to be the first person to call yourself a cowboy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, it's a title that, like, you want bestowed upon you from someone you respect. You don't really care that, like, people that don't know what they're doing call you that because that don't really mean nothing. So, there's all kinds of, like, I think, I think there's all kinds of ways that this question can be asked, you know, or, and, and answered. And so, meaning like like you said, morally, or maybe like, do you make your living doing that, or could you make your living doing that? Maybe you make your living doing something else, but you have the ability to make your living doing that. And so you, so there's all kinds of like categories. Like, do you mean someone who just like wears a cowboy hat and they're aspiring to be that? So the easiest way to answer it is like, what person? leaves no doubt 
that they're a cowboy. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter who's asking, what does it take to be a cowboy? This answer would cover it. You know, this mm-hmm. person would answer that question. And in that scenario, like the most extreme form, I think it would be if you if you make your living riding a horse. Like if you make your, if you if you show up to work, you you and if you if you go to work, the kind of work that you can't show up without a horse. Yeah, then you're a cowboy. Like if you show up a foot, and they say that's okay, then you're probably not. Then. But by I the most know. extreme standards. Yeah. By the most extreme yeah. standards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like, for instance, Cody Johnson, he doesn't make his living horseback. Yeah. But I consider Cody Johnson a cowboy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he makes his living with a guitar. He used to ride bulls. He's cowboyed some, like, day work kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But now he's... Anyhow, so that's a tricky question. I think you got to be a little more... For instance, like you, you nailed it. Like you can sometimes just add a word. What does it take to be a rodeo cowboy? Well, like you got to compete at a rodeo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and at least aspiring to make it your full time income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which would be like, <clears throat> I think a lot of people have this uh, false illusion that like all cowboys are like these well rounded, like have their hand in every part of this. The um. Spectrum, like, I guess. Just like everybody freaking rodeos, like everybody, oh, yeah. like everybody. You know that that's just not the way it is. The know. same person asked, "What do you think it takes to be a rancher?" I would say a, at least a portion <laughs> of your income comes from livestock, cows. cows. It has to come from cows. You can't be a goat rancher or, or a chicken yeah. rancher. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> a farmer. That's a farmer. <laughs> There's chicken farmers. And then so there's are ranchers. they goat yeah. farmer then? Yeah, sheep ranchers. That would probably be a ranch. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't what, think chickens what? are a ranch. Or like no, chickens are a farm. Or if yeah, you raise dudes. Dudes. Yeah, like a dude ranch. <laughs> no, that has a, the word ranch in it. <laughs> so so like, what they're yeah. probably doing, I got respect for that. I got I'm respect for that because a dude ranch, what they're probably doing is they're making money on the cows. Yeah. And then they realize like, and they got some oh, yeah. come in to cows, like do some work for them. Cows and they pay don't them equal do wealth. <laughs> you know, we said it in the video, things they cowboys literally equal don't wealth. say. We said in the video, cow, <laughs> things cowboys don't say, cows equal wealth. The dude ranch... They get that, yeah. So what they do? There's, there's, they they charge people to come fun. in. I was no, just I know. Making I, a joke. I hadn't really thought about it, but I imagine like those guys. They got and because that's what you got to do. You got to find multiple streams of income. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because it's a still probably like a working ranch in Wyoming. You know, like but they want to go out there and vacation and learn how to do that. For instance, the Quattro Six Sace Ranch is going to probably be ROI positive. For more reasons than just cows, yeah, they're gonna probably do some filming out there, mm-hmm. you know. So that that's a another stream of income. Same thing with like a dude ranch. We're gonna charge you to come in here. I knew a guy that did that. I charged fifty bucks for x amount of people to come in and help him gather their cows. Dang, that's smart. But now Streams you're not gonna. They better be some gentle cow. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta have some. Running off Yarlins. <laughs> <laughs> I love that word. Yarlin. Yarlin. Why is it that some ranchers use cattle dogs and some don't? Uh, in my experience. Country. Yeah. 
East Texas, a lot of guys have dogs because like the brush will be so thick that a, a human has a hard time walking through it, much less if he were horseback. So they'll use these dogs to send into the brush. They'll get a cow out. And what they do is they'll teach. <clears throat> if, the, if the cows are dog broke, then that means they'll bunch up. There'll be three or four dogs. Let's say it's a wad of 50 cows. They start, some cows, when they hear dogs barking, they'll all bunch up. Because when they bunch up, you know, it's harder for those dogs to, to obviously bite 50 cows in a bunch. When, when one cow is out away from the herd, kind of like a little satellite cow, all those dogs will attack her, be nipping at her, barking at her. She'll go to kicking at them. Eventually, she'll run into the herd of 50. Then you move this wad of cows. Um, and then, essentially, what will happen then, all the cowboys get behind them, and usually dogs will go to the front, keep them from running off. And then you'll call the dogs off if they're, if they're just doing all right. Then you'll call the dogs off. If they get to going too fast, you get them dogs, and then they'll get out of front, in front of them and wad them up. You slow them down. And that's how you can, you know, navigate them through heavy brush. You'll have, like, senderos cut. You know, this is heavy East Texas. But out in West Texas, for instance, like where I just came from, there might be, like, four trees and 6,000 acres, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And the cows all respect a horse. And, you know, if you gather them right, they learn, you know, and even some of those cows, they see a horse and they'll start trotting in the direction of the pins, you know, because they know what's coming and they're just so. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And and in those situations in West Texas, that's why, like, I'm sure even to the untrained eye, you can imagine why, like, there's different mannerisms with cowboys, mm-hmm. like what I just described. Like, you got to interact with your next man differently. You know, if there's dogs involved, like some of those guys don't, they may not have the same rules that you have in West Texas because, like, there are no dogs. So if you're not in the wrong spot, then you're the weak link. In this other scenario with these dogs, then, you know, there could be a weak link, weak link but, you know, the dogs are going to cover that gap. When you got 300 cows in a pet, sometimes dogs just aren't the answer, you know. Some people think that you always got to have dogs. Some people think that you never have to have dogs. And I think the variable is the country, the yeah. land. Yeah. I don't agree. Yeah. Have you ever worked with dogs? Uh, cow dogs? Yeah, with no. dogs. Uncle T uses a lot of. He's got a lot of those people down there in East Tech. Like they, they. Got I could them. imagine just mm-hmm. seeing what that country's like. Like yeah. I have once or twice. Yeah. But that's. It's, it's interesting to watch and it's 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 crazy because like some of them guys know dogs and they're like oh that's a good one yeah and i'm yeah. like that dog's doing the same freaking thing as all the other ones <laughs> yeah and i i know it enough to like kind of start to recognize a good dog from a bad dog i don't know it near enough to like train one yeah no thanks i i spent a little time around like hunting dogs and stuff growing right. up it's pretty easy to tell with them so i can imagine my dad will just be like, it's in, I can tell. It's like a puppy. It's in his eyes. I can tell. Like, I'm yeah. like oh, okay. <laughs> I, I trust you. I believe you. Where'd you get your belt? Leroy Gibbons. We sell them on our website. I got so one. We got. I think we might have a couple on there. Do we have some? I don't know. Yes. I know we had some last week. Go check it out. 
Senator Leora Gibbons tab. I'm just. I'm not gonna talk or about this question, room. but I thought that was funny. <laughs> the office quote: mm. "Tips on starting a ranch: Don't." I'm just kidding. Go make a lot of money, and then spend most of it on the ranch. Continue to make money so that you can spend it. What's the stupidest thing any intern of yours has ever done? Oh, um, last like week really on Thursday, <laughs> I had an intern chop down the crepe myrtles in front of my house. I'll talk to them. <laughs> I'll get the security, the security force on them. Um, Is that me? No, I'm security. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Has Dale Brisby ever smacked some mallard ducks? Yes. I could probably count how many, but yes. <laughs> so I'm saying when he goes, when he goes Missouri, kill him. What is the preferred breed of cattle in Texas? I would say mostly you've got Angus cows. Where I, where we are at, where we are. Not supposed to end a sentence in a preposition. That's my bot, my bad. Um, some people get mad at them because they're too gentle. They like a little more Hereford that will have some trot. Yeah. Some high horns. <laughs> yeah. And then in South Texas, a lot of them run uh, Brahma, Bramer cattle, um, which is you know good for that climate and insects and so on and so forth. I personally am not a fan, but there's people you that are like Walter. Hot, hot and cold on the issue um, that they swear that they're the greatest breed ever. They're not. <laughs> Don't be mad at me, Brahma people. They are the craziest breed, though. Brangus? Yeah. You get some mixtures in there, and then you got... Mm-hmm. They don't do well here. I had some F1s that went through a sail barn here, and they do not do well. How do I get into saddle bronc riding? Donnie? com. S-A-N-K-E-Y, rodeo.com. He does three-day rodeo schools. They just finished yesterday one in New Caney. Um... I'd say that's the better route than the one I went. No offense. What, if, the if, beaches what, of Winnebago? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just made me wait so long, you know what I mean? Like, Dale will tell you, oh, get on bulls yeah. first uh, for a while. No, that's not really, that wasn't really. No, that's not what I would suggest. <laughs> I just don't want people getting on their first bronc here. Yeah. I was just giving Donnie Hill. Yeah, go to a school. I mean, really, it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter. It ma- It completely matters. But in... Winnebago terms it's just really dangerous and I gotta make sure you wanna do it before I let you do it here because it's it's freaking it's dangerous what's your favorite Kojo song dang Wild is you is mine I think Texas kind of way Wild is you is pretty good half a song is alright it's kind of <laughs> hey, it's, it's kind of dirty <laughs> I, know, I don't think I know that one. Yeah, I guess kind of, but... It's in a good way. Mm-hmm, right. When's the next bull riding? I don't know. What's your favorite food? Fish. Quesadillas. Salad. Those Lob- quesadillas lobster. last night look good. I had ordered quesadillas were good last night. The most osh moment or the best hold my beer moment? I would I'll, say the OS moment was probably the, that wreck with Tyler Kipps. Yes. Yes. When Dale freaks out enough to grab a bull around the neck. <laughs> that's oh, a pretty yeah. that's pretty safe to say that I was thinking O-S-H-I-T right then. Mm. Only because I know what it feels like to be that helpless. What rodeos are you planning on going to? Um, Hubbard this weekend. 
Donnie's entered up. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't tell people. I mm. know you don't. Talk about suckered out of you. Or the wig. He told me. What it you want to know about better. my wig? I just want to punch you in the face. <laughs> I didn't tell him he was there when I was talking about it with someone else. He was. Mm. No, he was I asked grabbing. him. I asked him what rodeo, and he told me. He's like, "Don't tell Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell her." What kind of ropes do you use? Cactus. Ever been to the Denver Stock Show? Yes. Your I'm life story. Your life story. Tell us about your childhood. I already Ooh. have. Yeah, covered that one. <laughs> More roping tips. Y'all are coming to the wrong person for <laughs> roping tips. I'm just going to tell you straight up. You want to talk about bull riding? Let's talk about that. Who can that. they go to? Whose page? Uh, Trevor's doing a lot more YouTube with the Relentless yeah. channel. I mean, that's a pretty good start. <laughs> I mean, Trevor Brazil. Yeah, I guess. Start there. Um, has he won? Is he is he a world champion? I, I don't know. Once or twice. I think he's been to the NFR. I know he's been. Yeah. I don't know if he's won the world. Yeah. It's funny because I think if he's we been to the NFR at least twice. Actually, now that you say that, but only in one event, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like people would actually comment like. Yes, he's one that's going to do No, I know. I, dude, trust me. I know. People are like, take everything so seriously. Calm down, people. It's yeah. Us. Believe us. Like, everything we're saying is a joke. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. No, it's a hot dog, bro. 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 It's, got it's a wiener, face. bro. Why Joe <laughs> is off proba- probation? Joe is not off probation. Is the warehouse still open? Yes. I've already talked about it. Nine to five? What kind of Christian are you? I hope the kind that's going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> are there different levels? Are there different yeah. kinds? Oh, man, I hope the kind that's going to heaven. I think they meant, like, what, religion? Like, denomination. Denomination. Denomin- yeah, that's a good, yeah. that's a better word. I don't know. <sighs> I hope the kind that's going to heaven. Yeah. Non-dumb. I've got to pee bad. Is that a question? What is the time? <laughs> <laughs> who, who is the timed event version of DB? Uh, Trevor Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say Trevor. Yeah. Brazilian or American style bull rope. I've always used American. <clears throat> what else? MJ or LeBron. MJ. That's so yeah. hard. LeBron's no, not, not dumb. Le- LeBron's not done. There ain't, last Dance isn't about LeBron. It's about MJ. I still have not seen that and I need to. I was watching the other day. It was pretty good. Is this still on Netflix? Yeah. yeah. I think it's a Netflix original. You need to watch oh, okay. it. It's pretty... It's motivational. Yeah, I bet. Okay. Well... Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, tuning in to the Rodeo Time podcast, episode 64, maybe? Something or other. Something like that. Um, we're just out here ranching stock around the clock. Got to shoot for American Hat tomorrow, shoot for Rock and Roll Denim next week. And um, what else? We're going to Alabama soon. Noodling. Oh, that's fun. We went to Stasis last week. That's coming out tomorrow. How was that? That was really good. Really good time. Really. Donnie got on seven horses. I really <coughs> got to be around some 
guys, other guys that are doing the thing and yeah. hear what they had to say about it. So other guys kind of starting out. No one, no one had been as on as little as horses as I had. Everybody there had been on more horses than I. Yeah, had. yeah, definitely. And uh, but it was still, it was cool. It was, it was neat. Yeah, it's it's. I like uh, I like I like to be around Dean. I think me and Dean think a lot alike. I think. Yeah. You're both redheaded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. What did it feel like to have that caliber of bucking horses under you? Something that Man. jumped higher, kicked harder, and was faster. It, it didn't really feel that different when you were on them. Getting bucked off is a little different. Like, you, you definitely get more ejected. You don't just, like... <laughs> That's a good thing too. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. They bucked. These horses freaking bucked. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of second chances with these horses, like you might get on. Yes. Like, I don't know. Ver- two very good observations, and that was one thing that I, I knew going into that week. But like my old man, I always wondered why uh, he didn't put us on bulls sooner. Yeah. And when he did, we we got on bulls, you know, and he was like, well, one thing was like, I, you know, when you get bucked off a bucker, you get bucked off. Mm -hmm. You know, when you get, when you slide off of some other thing, you land right under them. Yeah. It's a little different. Little did he know I was never going to get bucked off anyway. So that was a mute Mm -hmm. point. But the other thing, yes, you don't get as many second chances. That's what's rough about schools. You know, you need you need to get on animals that you can have second and third chances with. Yeah, if you quit lifting for just a split second on these, you're not like yeah, you're done. You're done. Yeah, you can't stop lifting. And I th- I was watching some of those videos back, and I was like, that's where I quit lifting. Like yeah, and yeah, but it happens so fast that you yeah you you don't even realize that you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. When are you getting on another one? Tomorrow. I'm gonna catch frostbite. Maybe the next day. The next. Day. I gotta go to whenever, the whenever, whenever is the best day for you. I'm ready. American hat shoot tomorrow. We'll look at. We'll look out for it Wednesday. When are you getting on another one? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, we need to get some steers up in here and have a steer riding. Yeah, I we do definitely that. do. We definitely need. Could to. I handle frostbite or no? I think you'd be all right. Yeah, you could. I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to just to do it just for the heck of it. You think he's that much bigger than like? He's just faster. Yeah. He's just faster is all. Well, you get a steer near and I'll kick back out at it. Yeah. We need a slow steer. Yeah. That's a good way. I think we need like we need like six of them so we can have like a legit like buck yeah. out. There you go. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. We got those lights. Yep. I'd be down. We're about to start using them. Start about to start getting getting hot. Down for the get down. Thank you for listening. This episode of Rodeo Time. Check us out, DaleBrisby.com. We've got all the goods. Uh, text me nine four zero three five three zero eight nine zero, and uh, let's visit. You'll also receive like some some good. Text me podcast. Text me the word podcast, and uh, you'll receive updates on when these come out, and. Um, You'll also receive, you know, promotions, free shipping stuff, stuff like that. You'll get updated when videos come out, et cetera. So 940-353-0890.
Thank you, Rock and Roll Denim. We're on to the next one. Pal, pal. No life advice. Oh, yeah, life advice. What you got? <laughs> Sometimes you got to ask yourself, is this juice worth the squeeze? Did I put that on my Snapchat? Did you hear that? No. Oh, <laughs> that's what Bruce said. I don't know. I didn't see it on your Snapchat. We talked oh, about it last week. At nice. The, at the Mine is a man has two lives, and uh, he his second one starts when he realizes he only has one. Drink some water. Drink plenty of water from the trainer. What you got, Willie? If you're not first, you're last. Ricky Bobby. Ah, lame. <laughs> 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 and that's where we end it. Don't cut trees down.